Hi, this is Colleen Shiflett with the Veteran by Design podcast, and today I'll be talking to Charity Haney and her life after the Navy and how she found her purpose and started her own business. Okay, we should be good. Can you start by just going through the background of your time in the Navy? Certainly. So I um, was a musician in the Navy and I was part of the fleet bands. And so what that meant was instead of being stationed in one spot, um, traveled around and I joined in 97. And um, after I graduated from college and uh, I started out in Norfolk I went to Seattle, San Diego, Norfolk again, Great Lakes, Jacksonville, Norfolk again, and then back to Jacksonville now. <laughs> Got so lots of Norfolk in there, I heard. Yes, yes, lots of Norfolk. <laughs> and when I met you, I think you were already planning um, your transition, like you were thinking about getting out sooner than you did. Yeah, so I I had the thought probably around the, gosh, it was probably around like the 15 or 16 year mark, just the thought of, okay, what am I going to do? And um, when I came in, I had my music ed degree and I love teaching. It's just, I didn't want to teach in the public school system. It was just, I was kind of like over that part. and. So I went back to college for human resource development because that is, that's kind of something that like probably about halfway through my career, I just really started to enjoy um, just kind of helping sailors and, you know, either, you know, future their careers through um, the Navy or, you know, outside the Navy. It didn't matter. It was just more, I enjoyed that counseling aspect. So Um, Went back to school to get that as a master's and um, again, not really knowing where I was going to go with it, but just I knew I enjoyed the subject. Um, And then the same type of thing happened with yoga. I got my yoga certification around that time frame too. And it was all just kind of like, okay, I'm just piling things in this basket, not knowing where I'm going, but um, hopefully one of them would pan out and they did. So (laughs) I'm thankful. That definitely, I can definitely relate to that because um, I felt the same way too. Like I, you know, kind of piled a lot of things that I might be able to do and I kind of got this degree where it was pretty broad what I could do. And there were times when I felt like, wow, which of these things do I pick out? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you start, at least for me, I'm a planner. And so I like to have everything nice and tidy and, you know, neat. And um, the transition from the military is messy, um, at least for me. And most of the people that I've talked to have somewhat the same experience, whether it's, you know, messy because they're looking for a job or messy because um, it's just difficult, you know, to be in a different paradigm. Um, But it's just messy. So it was uh, a good thing that I did you know, like the yoga training and just learning to kind of accept things as they are and know that tomorrow's a new day. um, That definitely helped. 
Yeah, so uh, can you describe any ways or anything that felt messy to you or um, elaborate on that? Sure. So my, my first, I would, so I retired um, July or August 16th was my retirement ceremony. So my last day in the Navy was actually September 30th. But from that August date through, I would say like November, it was kind of fun. Like um, we had trips scheduled and different things. Um, and so it seemed fun. But on the, the weekdays when my husband went to work, it just, um, I had a really difficult time trying to figure out what I was supposed to be doing. <coughs> Excuse me. And I just remember like laying in bed a lot, trying to figure out, okay, well, what am I going to do today? Well, what is there to do today? Like, and then, you know, the thoughts of um, just not feeling productive. Um, and then I started getting up more, but then I'd end up sitting at my desk for hours and doing pretty much nothing, but that was a familiar place for me. And so it felt kind of like, oh, okay, I'm at work at my desk. <coughs> and, um, you know, started to notice that I was doing that and just, yeah, it, it felt very foreign. I felt very, um, just not, it wasn't that I was not appreciated. It was just a very different, like I didn't feel connection and I felt very lost in that. Um, the best thing that I had going was that I was teaching yoga at different studios already before I retired. And so that continued. And I feel like that kind of saved me because it got me out of the house. Um, even if it was just for those few hours. Um, and again, of connection, like being with people and, um, yeah, I just, I felt totally like foreign, like even talking to other people that had never been in the military before, they just, they couldn't understand that transition. And um, yeah, so it took me a good, probably until January, so maybe about four months. And I met a, um, an acupuncturist at, um, through like the TRICARE Prime Clinic, <coughs> excuse me, and he was the one that kind of like, you know, okay, you need to dispel old ways of thinking, like what is productive, you know, like let's just switch up what that means. And he really helped me get out of like that monotonous, like I'm not going anywhere feeling. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So you feel like you were looking for connection or, or purpose or just like filling the time or was it a combination? Definitely a combination, okay. definitely a combination, but I definitely feel that like lack of purpose. And even though I loved teaching yoga, it was like, there was just something I still felt like I was playing small somehow. Like there was just, there's something out there for me, but I wasn't finding it quick enough. <laughs> so do you feel like, I'm wondering, cause I think this happens to a lot of people. Like, do you feel like that that was like kind of an imposter syndrome creeping in maybe like, I'm doing this and I'm good at it because um, I know you are great at teaching yoga, but um, is it kind of like a, this isn't enough? Like somehow, somehow what you're doing isn't enough, even though it is? Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah. It, it felt like I needed to be doing more and more and more. And I think that was, you know, um, <coughs> the expectation of a chief in the Navy, senior chief in the Navy. It doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter what the rank, I just can speak from my own perspective, but, um, you know, the expectation was always do more. You're never, you know, it's never just about like A, B, and C. You need to think through all the way to Z, whether we say so or not. And, you know, it was even like two weeks right before my retirement, I was with a sailor that was having troubles like at the hospital. And so it just, it continues. There's not really a a clean break that you can make from the military that I've found. There's no like, like slowly weaning away. There's no clean break. It just, it kind of happens. And then the next six months I feel, um, is just kind of this weird territory that everybody kind of walks a different way. Mm -hmm. Especially when you have a spouse who's still in the military, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And my husband, I knew we were transferring within a year of my retirement. And so even if I wanted to start something, there was no point in it because then I would be leaving again. Um, and even that transition from active duty service member to spouse of a service member, that was very hard for me too, because, you know, suddenly I felt like maybe he didn't think I was good enough, you know, and suddenly like the things that we talked about and we both had stories on um, and could share at home, like he had those stories and I just kind of had, well, I taught a yoga class today, you know, <laughs> it just didn't say right. you had a lot to communicate about. I can totally relate to that, you know, because I went into a different job field. So all of a sudden, I think it was more for my husband. It was just like, I don't know what you're talking about anymore. And I wasn't at work with you and I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely odd. It was there anything else? Like, I know for me, one thing was um, I was in the same boat because I got out and we thought we were transferring maybe in a year, but it ended up being a matter of weeks, kind of. <laughs> um, and I like th there was just some unexpected things like one of them was I was I got a job working from home and so it's like how could what could be easier than that like I get out of the Navy and I'm working at home and like the kids just had a terrible time adjusting to that like to the fact that they knew that while they were going off to school and daycare that I was at home and it was just a weird adjustment anything like that family-wise or anything else that kind of felt like okay that's unexpected I didn't know that was going to be difficult um, I think family wise, to be honest, and um, for me, my situation was a little different with the kids, um, because the kids, my kids live in Wisconsin. And so it was actually kind of the opposite. Like okay. I could at a, at the drop of a hat, I just bought a plane ticket to go up and see my daughter and, mm -hmm. um, I could invest time, more time uh, communicating with her teachers. And so I'm always like talking to her teachers all the time now where before I just felt like, well, I thought I was doing a good job when I was in the Navy mm -hmm. and I think I was doing the best I could do, but I realized afterwards I was like, wow, there were so many things that 
you know, I just didn't even think about it. It was like my brain was already at max capacity when I was in. Right. And everything else just kind of flew by where afterwards it was like, okay, where are the priorities at now? Mm-hmm. And I was able to give more to those. So for me that way, um, it just seemed a lot easier to drop everything. And then the first summer when we moved, so we moved to Jacksonville last June and then my daughter came down um, and she was with us all summer and I didn't do anything because I hadn't found a yoga teaching job yet. I didn't have anything. And so it was like, I don't know. It was like everything I'd always dreamed of, you know, <laughs> have like every waking minute. She probably got driven crazy with it. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that some of that, um, almost the mentality and maybe has it crept back at all? The whole, like, I must fill my head with everything mentality you had in the military, or do you feel like you've kept, you've eased off some, um, like you did when you first got out? I, I think I've eased off of that mentality. Um, and the only reason that I, or the reason that I think that is when I talk to people that are in the Navy, including my husband, when I talk to them, like it's exhausting. Like I just, I feel for them so much because it's, it's just nonstop constant. And my husband is in charge of training at their schoolhouse And so he's got all the students and the staff to worry about. He's getting phone calls all the time about different things. And, you know, I just remember like constantly having my phone on me all those times. And now I don't like the first time that I couldn't find my phone after I retired, it was just like, (laughs) I've arrived. Like, I don't know where my phone is. That's awesome. (laughs) But yeah, so. So when you first started um, working, I know you, you got your human resources degree, right? And then um, you worked on the yoga too and everything. Did you, when you first started with yoga, did you think, well, this is going to be my path after the military or did it just start off as like a, a hobby? It totally started off as a hobby. In fact, um, I never saw myself doing teacher training or any of that. Um, My husband was the one that I kept looking at the training online. And one day he was asking me, you know, what are you looking at? Oh, this teacher training. And he's like, oh my gosh, can you just sign up for it already? Like (laughs) you've been looking at it. And, um, and so he's the one that kind of like gave me the permission (laughs) to do that. And, um, even starting the training, I, I truly thought it was just going to be kind of more of an introspective mm-hmm. thing. And I didn't really see myself as a teacher. Um, it's, it's very much like an intuitive, like just kind of go off the cuff type of thing. Um, because you watch your students and then you go from there and you never know who's going to show up. And that for me was a scary place because I'm not an improv type of person. Even in music, it was like, I'm classical, give me the piece, I'll read it, everything's good. Um, And so it was really difficult to kind of let that, that guard down, like that protective almost blanket, you know, that I was holding on to the security of just knowing things. 
and mm -hmm. having things in order. Um, but now I just, I truly enjoy it. And the funny part is, so I know we'll get to this, but mm -hmm. I, today was four years ago today that I graduated teacher training. And at our graduation, we got up and we had to kind of speak to what we wanted in the next five years, like where we saw ourselves. And truly, everything about mine has come true without me really trying. Um, I was, you know, I'm gonna be retired from the Navy somehow, even though at the time it felt scary and um, almost sad, you know, to even say that out loud. And, uh, and then the other thing was, and I'd like to open a studio, which again was one of those never going to happen, you know, like mm -hmm. I wrote it down and then it was like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> it's not going to happen, but it's happening. <laughs> that, that is so amazing. It actually just gave me like goosebumps because I, I did the same thing. It was a point, there was a point in my career and, you know, I was talking to my husband it was just like, what do what do I want to do? And I was like, you know, I think I might want to get out. And so I just like, was like, I'm going to make this plan. And I was already doing like, um, you know, communications and public affairs type stuff. It's like, what if I just like expanded on this and start a different career? And I was like, um, I think I just wrote down on a piece of they say like write down your goals or whatever. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to make this wild goal. And it was like, you know, I think I wrote down like break free in three, like in three years, I'll be able to, you know, get out of the Navy and I'll have a master's degree. And then I think I put like step one and it was like, get a master's degree or whatever. And that's all I did <laughs> on my computer. And like, it totally not thought out and just like, and it just happens. Like, I'll, it's like, oh, I had to do was like say it and put it out there. And, and like things have continued to happen like that without you know, really, I was like, well, how did, I don't know how it happened, but I just said it. And then a couple of years later it was there. So I can definitely identify with that. Um, I want to go back to when you were talking about how, cause I was going to ask you, and then you started talking about, it. I was going to ask you like, how, how do we go from flute to like yoga and business owner? So, but then you, you talked about how it wasn't the same. So what does transfer over? Do you feel like anything does? So I think that the last probably four to five years in the Navy, as soon as I started doing um, more of the yoga training and things like that, I truly started um, to bring, not really bring out what the yoga was teaching me, but just bring myself out more. Um, I think in the Navy, a lot of times we, you know, we put on a uniform, we put on a mask of who we're supposed to be and these expectations and, you know, and we do a great job at it. But at the end of the day, you know that there are certain things that you're doing or saying that maybe you don't believe in or are just difficult to do, you know, or, or maybe you've got to hold emotions back and that's not who you are. Um, and so like the last, you know, probably four to five years in the Navy, I started kind of breaking down that paradigm and just trying to be more of myself. Um, and I, I think it really helped even in my flute playing because what it did was it just made me more accepting of who I was at the time. So if I made a mistake, I didn't go home that night and just beat myself up over and over about this mistake. It was, okay, I made a mistake. How can I do better next time? 
okay, you know, and just moving forward instead of staying stuck in this like really almost like mean place personally. But, um, yeah, so they complemented each other a little bit, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I found like the more I broke down my own personal walls and just started being myself at work, I saw other people being able to do that too. And it just became a beautiful thing. Like, instead of being so afraid of what other people thought, it actually did the opposite where, oh, now they feel like they can speak their truth and they can be themselves. And, um, you know, it, it's just a beautiful thing once you get over that fear factor. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and you've, you've talked about your interactions with some people, like explaining like what it was like and, and people not understanding what veterans go through and what military transition is like. Um, and I get this some, I don't know if you do or not, cause you seem to me like your personality, like it, it, it fits with the military very well, like in a, in a really good way. Um, so is there ever a time when you feel like someone's seeing something like, oh, that's the military, the military taught you that, that's the military in you, maybe you're planning or something. Uh, when like sometimes I think about it and it's like, no, that's just me. And that's, <laughs> that's why I did fit in. And it's not <laughs> like I'm shaped and molded to this. I, that's who I am. Do you think that that comes into play sometimes? You know, it's, that is really interesting because I actually get kind of the opposite. I get the, well, I can't even see you in the military. And I'm like, <laughs> and it, just, it feels so offensive to me because, you know, I have, I'm, I have different talents. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean like, because I'm kind, doesn't mean that I'm not a good leader in the military. It's just, there's different ways right. to do things. So that, like, that always bothered me a lot. Like, oh, you don't even seem like you're in the military. And then um, the other part of it, on the flip side, when, so last September, August, September, is when my husband and I decided we were going to go forward and open our own yoga studio. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, getting teary-eyed <laughs> right oh. now. So that was the first time I felt... Um, I felt the same passion that I did in the military. Like it was like the planning and the preparation and the, how am I going to build this family, this team, you know, that is going to be, you know, the, the studio group, you know, the people that come and the teachers and how am I going to balance things and communication and all of those things that I, I really, really enjoyed that part of my job in the military. Um, I, I loved it. And so coming back to that and having it be all my own versus working for someone else that may mm -hmm. not do those things, um, it just, I don't know, it just completely started a fire and a in me, like a really, really great one. And it just has continued this whole time where, you know, when things got difficult, I may get frustrated, but I was like, nope, just keep pushing, just keep pushing, like turn on the senior chief and like, just go. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's amazing. Cause what I'm hearing is that what you're doing right now is the culmination of everything, right? Like, 
you're talking about, you know, being your authentic self and doing what you want to do, which is, you know, from your yoga training, you're talking about senior chief coming in to play and you're talking about, you know, building this team of people, which draws on your HR experience and everything. So it really sounds like it's kind of the culmination of everything. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel, you know, and even like the creative side of like of, you know, designing a space and how is the best, you know, use for it. And so all of that creativity that is just like going crazy in my brain um, is wonderful. And I've still been playing too. So that has been very helpful. Right. I know for a few months I wasn't playing in a group and mm -hmm. that it felt horrible. Like I hated not having a place. Mm -hmm. Um, and here in Jacksonville, I found a couple of outlets that I really, really enjoy. So that's, you know, I just, I feel like I'm living like my best life right now, but definitely walking. If you would have said this like a year ago, mm -hmm. I probably would have been like, yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I know. think you're crazy about all the things that you think I'm going to be doing, you know? Wow. Um, yeah. I, I can totally understand that though. That makes a lot of sense. Um, where, so you said back in September, October, that's when you and your husband kind of came to this conclusion or decision. Um, what, what led you to that? What, what happened or what made you finally, I think, I think you knew in the back of your head, like you knew this was going to happen, right? You said, you know, a few years ago, you mentioned it, like, what made you finally give yourself permission to do this? Well, well, apparently I had been saying it pretty frequently throughout the last four years um, because even my in-laws mentioned, well, Charity, you've said that you wanted to start. A I was like, I don't remember any of these conversations. Um, so apparently it's been more um, than I even knew. But like, let's see, August... Yeah, August timeframe, um, I started having a lot of back pain and I did everything that I knew how to do, um, yoga and physical therapy types of things and just everything. Um, and one day, like I kind of noticed that my quad muscle was giving out a little bit and I'm like, ooh, that's not good. If it's back mm -hmm. affecting muscle, that's really bad. So I had an appointment and we were on the road to kind of figuring out what was going on. Um, but between that time frame, I was standing talking to a friend of mine and I collapsed. And yeah, just the quad muscle just gave out. And so I went to the emergency room and two days later I had back surgery. Wow. And yeah, and so it was very interesting because at that point in time, I had moved, you know, to Jacksonville. I had done a couple of different little interviews here and there, and I was getting ready to say yes to things that they were not what I wanted, but I was, I was just going to play small again. You know, I was like, oh, well, I'll go teach for other people. It's okay. I'll go do this. It's okay. Um, because I wanted something so badly. Mm -hmm. And the back surgery was like a huge wake up call. Like, you know, why are you about to say yes to things you don't want to? Like you got out of the military so you could say yes to everything you wanted, not things you didn't want. And I just remember feeling very clear um, 
during like that recovery. And that's when everything really, really started uh, was when I was recovering from back surgery. It was just like, okay, I have all this time on my hands. I'm just going to research and research. And it's just been nonstop since then. Um, and the community here, uh, there's no yoga studio near where I live. And so the community has been like, like, I feel like I know 80 different people already and I haven't met one of them and they've not seen the space, but they act like they've been there. <laughs> so it's, um, it's so exciting to just, I don't know, just to be the, the starter of something like that, like to be able to bring people together and just right. kind of try try to help them in the way that this has helped me over the last four years. So. Wow. That's, that's really fascinating. I love what you said about, you know, I, I wonder how many veterans come out of, you know, the military and feel like I must say yes to something. I must find something right now. Did you, did you ever feel that sense of, um, you know, maybe other than that time feel that sense of urgency? Like I'm, I've got to do something. I've got to, you know, prove to myself or someone else, or, or was it more just, um, just like you said, missing that connection? Yeah. I, I remember driving down the road and every like help wanted sign. I was like, I could do that. I could do that. It didn't matter what it was. And I'm like, yeah, you can do a lot of things, but do you want to do them? You know, like it, there was always this voice in the back of my head kind of saying, whoa, you know, yeah, you can do that, but do you really need that? Do you really want that? And um, I'm very grateful for that voice because I'm sure I could have ended up in tons of different jobs that just were jobs. And right. what I found was, you know, and this has nothing to do like mean or anything with the people that I worked for, but if they didn't have certain qualities from like, and I can say from the military, but the mm -hmm. one manager that I had, she never was in the military, but she still had the, the structure and the communication skills mm -hmm. and all these great things. And I found it so difficult to work for someone, even just teaching at their studio. Okay. So difficult, you know, being around or being asked to do certain things. And it just I'm like, you're not communicating clearly, <laughs> you know, right. like just, it drove me crazy. So I was like, okay, maybe this is like opening my own place is for me. <laughs> yeah. I think if you ask some of my coworkers, they'd probably say the same thing. <laughs> like she's always like, no, we should talk like this or we should do this. <laughs> yes. I so agree. So agree. I'm like, I had so many ideas too. Mm -hmm. Um, again, like the creative side of me, I just felt squelched unless somebody gave me the opportunity to to grow in that way. And like the, the one manager that I had, um, th that was really, really great about it. You know, she would say, so what do you want to do? And I'd offer it up an idea and mm -hmm. she'd be like, okay, go ahead and do it. Like I was able to make the plans right. and the curriculum and it was, it was like fulfilling that side of me that I really needed. So yeah, and a lot of people think that, you know, creativity is like stickers and flowers and paint or whatever, but it really comes into everyday life. And I think one thing that I learned too was, you know, until I heard someone call it this, um, I didn't know really what it was. It was, um, 
you know, like problem solving skills. Like when you think about it, like everything that you were doing in the Navy, a lot of that was problem solving and, and pattern recognition, things like that. Just identifying some of the, you know, communication issues like you talked about. Um, th these are things that we just don't even realize we learned while we were in the military. Totally agree, very much. Yeah, the creative side, it doesn't have to be just, you know, there's that creative side of yes playing music but there's another and it's a trusting thing too like i trust you and your ideas you know and that wow. that i missed so much um and so this was like oh, i can do whatever i want but then there's like a little bit of fear because i open the studio on saturday so two days from now and there's like that fear like okay, well, I went and did my creative thing. Will other people like it, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. That's just, I, I think that's just pretty normal. And if they don't like it at this point, then that's okay because this is me, you know, and this is the offering I have given and um, I can't, you know, I can't do it any different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, tell me more about it. Like, it's not just a space. It's, you know, you, it's part of the, it's becoming part of the community. Tell me about your, your studio. So it is named Yoga Nook Northside. Um, it, we live on the north side of Jacksonville. And most people only know Northside Jacksonville because the airport's up here. Um, so we're about 20 minutes from like downtown Jacksonville, probably 30 to 40 minutes from the beach and um, any of the people that live up here that have done yoga they've traveled you know a good 30 minutes one way you know to take a class and so as soon as I started kind of putting this out there and getting people's um, like excitement about it 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 became this thing like where it was just, a, it was not about just having a yoga studio. It was, oh my gosh, North side. We needed this at North side, you know, and it's become this beautiful, um, just like trying to bring everybody together. So it's definitely bringing the students together, but furthermore, like bringing together the small businesses that are up here. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's part of my like, focus as well is just, you know, making sure the small businesses from Northside get mm -hmm. some attention. Um, and then we decided to like, we were trying to, we're working in the military angle too. And so once a month, um, we'll be having what's called a Warriors at Ease class. And it's just for veterans, um, active duty and their families. And it's a free class really like trauma-centered, um, really restorative, calming, like everything that the military is not <laughs> about. <laughs> so trying to get them to relax and just be still for a little and get really give back to themselves. Um, so we're going to do that. And then our like donation box that we'll have in the lobby, all the donations will go to the USO at the airport. So we're trying to keep it north side and like keep um, just again growing like this community a lot. So yeah, that sounds amazing. And that's a good USO too, by the way. It's great. It's very tiny, but it's mm -hmm. so wonderful. It's like it's relaxing. I like it. Yeah. Nice one. 
Um, so what, okay, a couple more questions. I would say one, and I just thought of it while we were talking, what advice would you give, because you were a senior leader in the Navy, so what kind of advice would you give other uh, senior leaders as they see uh, their um, sailors and soldiers um, in, in the military and ready to get out, get all stages of career? What, what advice would you give to them to support sailors and soldiers as they prepare for a civilian career? Because, you know, when, when you think about it, the whole time that you're in, you know that like by the time you're 38, 48, you're going to be out and you'll have a lot of your life left to live in a whole other career. So what advice would you give um, some of your former colleagues about you know, handling these um, people who, who need to build their other career while they're still in or do something to, to reach their goals? Well, from like a senior leader standpoint, um, for the rest of their, you know, sailors or Marines or airmen or, you know, soldiers, whatever. Um, I think it's, it needs to be about being kind and understanding about even territory you don't understand. Um, so like, it was very difficult with a lot of senior leaders and even for myself at times, you know, you're trying to get the mission accomplished, but there's someone that's getting ready to get out, separate, retire, whatever it is. Um, oh, they need to go to the, you know, the transition class. And oh, they're asking to go to the resume writing class. And it can be, it can seem very complicated and it can seem as though um, you just can't do without them. But at the end of the day, you're going to do without them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and right you need to start sooner than later. Um, and I think that is the difficult thing. And I, I don't know how to change this part because from a senior leader perspective, no one understands there either. Like no one understands above us um, that we need space and we need time. Now, one of the best things that happened to me was about a year and a half before I retired, I actually got an injury that put me in physical therapy for that whole year. Mm -hmm. And the physical therapy sessions, I'd always schedule at the end of the day, every other day. And so, you know, I'd leave work and, and I told myself, don't go back. Don't go back. I had to like force myself not to go back because it was so foreign to just go home afterwards. But I felt like that was part of my, I don't know, my tactic within myself to like break away. Right. And, yeah. You know, but had I not had that, I don't know if I would have been that good. I mean, I ran late to every physical therapy I think I had. Um, and you know, some days I canceled because things just got too hectic at work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so even I was not, very good at that, but there's got to be a way, you know, even in my transition class, you know, I'm getting texts, I'm getting phone calls, I'm dealing with work. Everybody in there was doing the same thing. A couple of people got completely derailed in the course and had to take it again. Um, it's, it's not abnormal. And I feel like 
the transition class as you go through it just feels like another school. Mm. So, okay, you're just out of work for a week and then you're going back. Right. Instead of you're out of work for a week and you really need to concentrate and focus and like mm -hmm. explore the stuff they're giving you, but you don't have time because you're going back to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I took the class twice, but I still felt like I didn't take enough time to really let it sink in. And I wasn't, you know, and it, it was, it was on me and on the command. And I think it's, it's just kind of part of how things are. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like that's a part that needs to change. Like there's got to be a way to like back it off maybe four days a week for <laughs> people getting yeah, out no. of hiring or I just like, by the end. I don't know. I'm listening to you and I'm like, that's exactly what I didn't. I didn't have the physical therapy. <coughs> I was like, you know, of course I wasn't traveling anymore towards the end of course. I wasn't really in a unit. So I would come to work and I would be at first it was just like, okay, I'm working on resumes, um, in the admin office and it's like, okay, now I, well, I'm going to work out soon. So I'll just stay in cities today, you know, cause, cause I'm going to go work out in an hour and that turns into a few hours of doing whatever, like working on stuff that I needed to work on. And then it came to a point where, um, the LPO was like, can you just, can you just go put a uniform on? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it really but that was me just trying to like yeah what you're talking about gradually fade away instead of just like hardcore navy all the way to the end and then the next day you're like you said laying in bed going okay this is interesting um but that's i'd never really thought about that though but that's exactly kind of what happens or what needs to happen. Well, and typically we get, you know, we get ways to handle things by experience, mm -hmm. but none of us have an experience right. until we're gone. And so it's, it's very difficult to explain to someone else that's in. Um, it's difficult to manage people while you're in that are handling this because you, you can't relate you know, I mean, there's, there's a sense of understanding that people can have and a little bit more compassion, I think, but the true experience, none of us have until it happens. So it's, it's difficult, I think. Yeah, I think that makes, that makes a ton of sense. And you get so many mixed messages too, like, oh man, yeah, you keep doing this, you get out of the Navy, you'll have a job right away and it'll pay a trillion dollars. And then there's also people who are just doom and gloom, like, well, it's really hard and you're going to make minimum wage for two years. You know, you hear both ends, right? And you're like, well, what is going to happen? I don't know if I'm going to do really great and everyone wants to hire military or if nobody hires veterans. So yeah, yeah. it definitely gets noisy. What advice do you have um, if you could just, you know, tell yourself something back then like go back in time or if you could just say, offer a, one piece of advice to anyone who's like, let's say they're getting out within like the next six months, what would you say? So I would say, um, so someone who told me to do this and I did and it was very helpful and it sounds so simple, but you really truly don't know how you're going to be after you retire. Um, it's kind of like the honeymoon effect when you get married, like it can feel great for like two months. And then all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you just don't know what's going on. And 
I had a friend tell me to make a list of all the things I wanted to do, but I couldn't because I was in the Navy. And so, or I didn't take time to because I was in the Navy. And so like on my list was take a walk, um, you know, read a book, practice, like seriously practice, <laughs> like not just like, okay, my 10 minutes of warm up and then go to rehearsal. No, like really like take time for myself, um, take a bath like all these different things. And I posted it on my cork board, never looked at it. And then it hit like one morning, a couple months in, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, wait, what did I always want to do? <laughs> and then I went like, okay, read a book. Let me find a book, you know? And it was just, it's kind of like, um, the safety like cord that you pull, like, oh gosh, I don't know what to do. Go look at that and go, okay, now I have the time. Just do one of those things or, you know, make a list. I did this too, where I made a list of friends that weren't in the military. So who am I going to talk to when everyone else is at, the, at work? Mm -hmm. um, and just started to make like little, you know, dates of, Hey, do you want to go have coffee at noon? Hey, do yeah. you want to go to dinner? You know, just one or two things a week just to, again, get me out of the house, get me connected to somebody else so that I didn't lose that, that light. Um, because I definitely, it felt like I was losing it for a little, <laughs> but I can't imagine that. Cause I know that you were a light to so many people while you were in. So I'm sure that continued. <laughs> it's not like your light went. <laughs> well, let's see. I don't know if we had anything else. Is, is there anything else that you wanted to go over or say or anything we didn't get to? Um, I think the, the only thing I guess I'd like to leave to is um, kind of yoga related and military is truly find a place where you can and find a means that you can find peace prior to even getting out um and then that way you have the tools afterwards because it it gets very loud and very noisy and messy right at the end and then all of a sudden it like stops and i feel like that quiet and the silence and I usually adore that but that quiet and silence was when I really started kind of losing it a little bit and so coming back to um, for me coming back to like meditating and just being able to sit quiet with myself to try to figure out like who am I without the Navy um, was a, a great thing so finding someone or some place something that you can do to to get used to that sitting quiet with yourself so that when it happens it's not so shocking and frightening that's really profound i really like that Thanks. great advice for everybody so how can people um like get in touch with you like find you is it on instagram yoga nook where can people learn more about yoga nook Northside and about you so I am on Facebook myself, so you can look me up as um, Charity Haney, and then in parentheses is my maiden name, Baron, um, B-A-R-R-O-N. 
Um, you can find Yoga Nook Northside on Instagram and on Facebook. And um, yeah, just reach out at all of those means. You can definitely message me and I can give you my email. Um, I'd be so happy to like offer any kind of help that I can. Um, like I said, that's kind of my goal is to really reach out to the military and give like support as much as I can. And it's, it's been a goal for a long time and just really hoping that I can do more of it. And hopefully this helps too. <laughs> yes. And this was my goal too. So I'm glad that we were both able to kind of yeah. that goal. All right. Well, thank you so much, Charity. Oh, thank you, Colleen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you found this inspiring or helpful at all, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button and tell a friend about the podcast. Just send it along to someone who might need to hear it too. You can always reach me at www.veteranbydesign.com. <laughs>